Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cookville Now, your hometown podcast about the people, places, and things that make Cookville and the Upper Cumberland what it is today. I'm your host, Herbert Williams, and my co-host is Clarissa. Hey, everyone. Thank you for being with us today. So we have been to pretty much all of the Meet the Candidate forums, and um, we have been going to these events and hearing you guys speak and um, kind of learning about the candidates. And we felt like it would be a good idea to invite everyone in, um, and we have all of the candidates coming in, and we're, we're able to hear everyone with all of the same questions, because we've, we've had a lot of good questions, and everybody's done a great job, but we just were interested in hearing how everybody answers the same question. So we were trying to keep this on a time frame that's fair for everyone. And if you go over a little bit on one question, as long as our time frame stays within that 20 to 30 minutes, we're, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first question, let's just jump right in. <laughs> this is a question that everybody should get asked, to be honest. Why are you running for this office? Well, it, it may be important to introduce who I am. First. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. fine. Okay. Uh, Chad Gilbert. Yeah. And, uh, Run for city council, obviously. Uh, you know, uh, you mentioned part of what your program does is highlight what's uh, unique and, and great about Cookville. Exactly. And uh, that's, in a nutshell, what I want to do. I, uh, I've grown up here, went to high school, college, you know, have worked here all my life. Uh, the, the why of why I want to help at a public service level help, help steer some of our community is to retain what's so special about that. In a nutshell, that's the easy answer. Uh, you know, you can go another layer deep, deeper than that. You know, I have family here. Uh, my kids have have indicated they're going to stay here. They've started their careers here, um, and it's just a a great town that uh, I want to make sure that uh, within the within the uh, ability that I may have to have influence at a council level, we can help keep it great. Mm-hmm. Great. That's good. And, well, and I apologize about that. It was probably supposed to have been the first thing you did was introduce yourself. <laughs> nope. And we so are doing this unedited. Yeah, so, so it's sure. Chad We're Gilbert <laughs> running for his first term of city council, and he's a, he's a local earlier, boy. So. He, owns, he owns businesses here and stuff. So, so um, let's jump into some questions. Sure. Uh, transportation is what we chose as the first question for everyone because we hear that in any circle where wherever we're at for at church if we're out in a chamber event if we're just at the grocery store people are talking about transportation it could be congestion potholes whatever it is planning how would you what would you offer in that um, arena and how would you improve that situation so at a specific level uh, my background is uh, i have a civil engineering degree uh, probably graduated from tech i've uh, been in business in my similar line of work in construction, built roads, built bridges, uh, dealt with traffic, traffic control, those, mm-hmm. those devices and all that, and have a, have a, a measurable experience with all that. At a council level, uh, I think I can, I can offer that experience uh, as decisions are, are come across the, our table, have to be contemplated, have to be, have to be looked ahead, forecast, all these, all these things that, you know, leadership uh, should do and look ahead. Specifically, I, I think our master, uh, our, our street plan, needs needs to be updated i think the last iteration was 2008 and i think that's on the agenda for this council to look at so from a planning perspective that's that's first order of business Uh, a lot of the streets on there that are on the one that we have currently have have either uh, had their improvements made to it or on the cusp of having those and there's a few there's a few specifics that you know once those are addressed and the the plans updated i think we can we can move 
towards improving those as well. And that's the that's the low lying fruit that I think are on a, on a on a broader level can can contribute to some of these things that you talked about. And I've, I've had the same comments made to me. Well, along those same lines, um, healthcare is a big topic. Doesn't matter who you are. Some point in your life, you're going to need some kind of healthcare. Um, so we know that Cookville is also experiencing growth from even retirees looking at moving here, and it also comes into play whenever that we talk about quality of life issues. So um, as we look at that, the city of Cookville owns CRMC, and over the past years, we've encountered the tornado, the pandemic, uh, staffing issues, and we know that the city owns it. So how does owning the hospital help Cookville? And secondly, how does it directly attribute to the tax base of Cookville? So the hospital is our largest, you know, city-owned asset. It's our largest employer. You know, 2,500 people, I think, work there. It's, it's a multi-million dollar business. And uh, all those people that are, that are working there are, are contributing directly to our sales tax basis. That, that's kind of the, the, the easy first layer question, mm-hmm. uh, or answer, I should say, to your, to your two-part question. Um, locally owned hospital care, uh, keeping the main thing, the main thing, prioritizing to make, to make sure that we provide the best care that we can. That's, that's an obvious, uh, tenant, the priority that we need to keep and maintain recruiting those healthcare providers. That's where we really need to, to, to lean in to, uh, some of the, uh, efforts that have been done up till now, follow up on that recruiting healthcare doctors. Uh, is not easy. That's a that's a issue everyone's dealing with. So we've got to make sure that we're competitive like that. At a council level, we need to uh, make sure that we create an environment where those folks that are recruiting can do that successfully. Uh, back to the tax base, you know, there, there's a couple of things that they do. I think everyone knows they contribute monetarily in lieu of, and they're, they're a direct impact on that, and, mm-hmm. as well as the the folks that work there and their spending. I would say that um, there are a lot of people that talk about that. Um, we know that that also, that tax base goes right into the growth. We are experiencing all kinds of growth in Cookville. So we've been enjoying this great economy. Um, I think everybody would say it's been good growth. And we do have some people, though, that, that worry about the growth. But in this case, let's say something were to happen. You never know. It's the what-if strategy. So if we're looking at that and you were faced with cuts, Let's say the economy wasn't going as, as you would hope. And you had these choices. Would you, one, scale back services, two, cut staff, or three, increase taxes? So none of those are appealing uh, items to contemplate, think about. You know, uh, from, a, from a candidate's perspective, uh, I want to lean on the idea that the 20-plus the years of business experience that I've had has kind of seasoned me to make tough decisions as they may come along. The idea that in a vacuum right now we can decide which one of those awful things that we want to call out to be our, our preference, I don't know that that's, that's even possible, in a, especially certainly in a 60-second se- uh, segment. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what I would say is that, hey, I'm, I'm the candidate that offers the 20-plus the years of business experience where I've, I've had to balance budgets, make payrolls in, in good cycles and in bad, and, and I feel prepared that – if and when that hypothetical were to were to show itself, there's there's a solution there that that experience will uh, will allow good judgment to to select and, and move forward with. Great. We all know that homelessness is becoming a, a major issue, and it seems to be growing substantially in the area. What would you do to help solve, or what some of the ideas that you have that maybe could help solve that issue? 
Have you so, thought about it? I know you've been asked quite I've a bit asked, about it. Quite a bit. I asked, asked that twice in the same forum. Um, you know that that's that's like that's like traffic. That's like hospital. That's that's those are these are these are questions that everyone is asking, and 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 there are no sixty second solutions as as, mm-hmm. as some of these forums in this in this one. Uh, you know, uh, we, we want to be brief, but we want to be clear. Uh, the the well, I've said it before. There's probably not anyone this room or, or, or even in the audience who has has not been a part of, of some some effort you know through, whether it be through a charity whether it be through a, a community effort a church or anything like that and I'm no different and my wife and I we we participate in those things and that's for folks that you know need that 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 hand up uh, I've said it before too and I, and, I, and I truly mean it you know I've spoken with our sheriff uh, at length about this our police chief and and they stand ready to to to, to hold that line where hey Again, we we don't want folks who have uh, nefarious plans or, or ill will or, or again just a just a uh, any type of uh, notional activity or just distraction to what we want to do as a Cookvillian and, and move that forward. I, I've said, and I, I repeat this answer because it's it's what I believe. We need to support our law enforcement so that they are uh, equipped and enabled to manage the folks that do not have what's best for Cookville uh, in, as in a priority own. in their lives. Right. And we know some of them are probably do have needs, but some of them it's just what they want to do just to do it because they don't really want to do anything else. So and we all know that. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's go back to growth. So another big topic uh, that we've, we've talked about is um, the growth that Cookville is experiencing. Some people are super excited about it. There's great opportunities that comes with it. But how do you balance that growth with not losing any of the small town charm that we all have come to love for Cookville? You know, all the questions you've kind of touched on up till now contribute to that. It's it's everything from a, a, a local hospital that have decisions made locally to how do we deal with a with a with a homeless solution that you know may not have an immediate uh, obvious you know binary solution to that right now. It's a it's a at a council level. Uh, could say you know we have we have our department heads you can go right down the line the planning department which does an excellent job and and, and our codes departments which enforces our, our ordinances but collectively as a as a council one of the things we can do that i've been a part of in, in previous councils but but going forward you know you can you can you can have roundtable discussions with with folks that when you're when you're when you're uh when you have a decision to make before you that that may be one of those growth-oriented decisions you, you get some of those folks in that it affects that, that have expert opinions and, and then you have the council to sit there and kind of discern, hey, how do we collectively uh, put all that information together and, and make that decision and move forward? So, you know, a, a good idea doesn't care where it comes from, but as a council, it's our job to go out and, and, and gather those up, robustly debate them, you know, stress them, and then execute a decision as a group. Well, let's um, shift gears a little bit. So when Herbert and I started our company seven, eight years ago, um, the foundation of that was as a Christian-based company. That was the Christian principles in the background. Yeah, we built it on Christian principles. of, And, and you know, it's, and to us, that's important. So, And um, I tell people I'm, I'm a fourth-generation Baptist preacher's daughter, so I grew up in church. I have friends that are um, atheist, agnostic. We agree to disagree all the time, but we're still civil. Um, one of the things that we have heard repeatedly at the Meet the Candidates forums are uh, people referencing their faith 
So we feel like it's important to know for our next city council, how does, how does your faith impact you and how, where is your faith rooted from? You know, I've gone to the same church all my life, uh, Jefferson Avenue uh, Church Christ down by Kroger's as, as we kind of referenced the, the landmark there. And I, I'm a deacon down there. I, I don't, I don't know that I, 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 I want to, you know, you want to walk that line that, Hey, my, that faith is my moral compass that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that charts my course. And it, and it, and it is the lens through which you, you, kind of look at, at your, at your, uh, it's the moral lens that you look at as you make decisions on, you, you hope that your faith soaks your life to the point where you're making them all based on that. And you're not even thinking about it. It's almost mm-hmm. reactionary. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know, at, at the city council level, uh, I don't really intend to leverage that as an idea why, uh, uh, my decisions are going to be, uh, paramount to anyone, anyone else's. And I'm like yourself, I have friends of all, all, all walks of life and, and, and kind of pride myself on the BIA that I can get along with them. And in, in, in matters of this world, you know, we can, we can come to agreements and we can make decisions and we can still keep Cookville great with regard to how we each want to live here. Right. Keep it to Cookville. Everybody knows, but even when it's growing, wow, yes. that's a good prospect. We're, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. We put your company in front of the right audience. Our services include website creation, search engine optimization, search engine management, social media management, geofencing, video production, podcasts, and more. We can help you get found easy and affordable. We are your partner. We work with you as your team, giving you the best option for marketing. Stop by today, email us, or call us at 931-854-1313. Welcome back. So let's talk about the mayor's position. So we know right now the mayor's position typically has been chosen from the council with the person with the most votes. Do you believe that that should continue or do you think it should be a standalone position? I know that there's different things that you have to go through with the council voting and all those types of things, but it's typically the person with the most votes. How do you think that should move forward? In short, I really like our system. I've, I've, worked and engaged other uh, towns through through what I do uh, that have different systems. And, and I think ours is the most balanced. Uh, I like a city manager uh, run structure where the day-to-day is run by a city manager. That also gives uh, continuity between uh, elected bodies that you know are likely to turn over every four to eight years significantly. That, that city manager connecting those one to the next really – keeps dis- dip- disruption to a minimum while you have this. And I like the city manager position from the fact that he's, he's just not under political pressure to make, you know, routine decisions that he will make just clear with a, with a little more clarity without that. I also like the fact that we kind of have, well, we not kind of, we have five equal votes on a, on a, on, on a, a more, a more global steering level, if you will, just for lack of better terms, where they're, they're looking at a bigger picture and, and they do have some political pressure on populist pressure. You know, hey, if you, you need to be accountable to the folks that, that sent you in there. And, and, and if you kind of mess that up, then they're going to they're going to vote that way. And, and that puts an appropriate amount of uh, of attention and pressure or whatever you want to call it at that level so that they can make those bigger decisions. And then the, and then the guys at the city manager level and, and the admin level can go execute. Well, that's that's true. Um, you often hear people say, I wish we had that in Cookville. 
whether it be a target or whatever it is, is there something you would like to see or your wife would like to see in cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I won't speak for her. But, uh, again, from a, from a, I've thought about things like that, but from a councilman's perspective, our, our job is to, is to create an environment that you know, will, will allow a, a framework where, folks, where it's attractive for folks to bring the things that we want, mm-hmm. whatever that is, for us to, at a council level, to handpick those or even to wish list those. You know, you know, personally, you could, like you said, you could pick your favorite department store. But, mm-hmm. but I think at a council level, it's important that uh, through planning, through through you know deliberate infrastructure uh, tactics, through through growth management, uh, we create the environment where it's an obvious choice to come here for the things that you know most people prefer, and then all of a sudden, organically, you you've got the city council and the free market working together. Mm-hmm. What does your family think about you choosing to run <laughs> at this point? You, you know, uh, uh, all three of my kids are, are effectively out of the house. I've got one who's come back for the summer uh, term. I guess he's not in school. He's a, he's, he's going to go be a sophomore uh, at college. That I have two that have graduated college and they've already started their career. So they're out and gone. But, it's in terms of just the, the campaign, it's been a family affair. There, we're, we're pretty close, uh, and even my parents, they haven't missed an, a, one of the events. So we're close-knit where we really support any decision that any of us make, and we really kind of rally around it and, and try and help. And they've, it's been no different, campaigning, knocking doors, uh, talking to folks. They've been at every event. We've knocked about 2,000 doors, and they've, they've been a big part of that. And uh, I think they've enjoyed it, and, and we've, enjoy, we've enjoyed that experience together as we do most things that we do together. So we're we're tied in that regard where it really isn't one of those things that we have to have a huge, you know, specific conversation about it is when one of us wants to do something and, and we're, we're all kind of doers by nature. We're workers by nature. It just, it almost feels natural. Okay. Well, okay. We're going to do that. Let's just, we'll all jump in and we'll do it, do it together. And that, that's kind of been the experience, which has been great. That's good. That's good. It's a family affair is always better. <laughs> well, um, we all know Cookville has so many good things and, um, we've, We've got favorite restaurants, and I'm a big proponent for anything small uptown, local, local's always best, and there's lots of good restaurants here, lots of shops, lots of events. Um, any weekend, people can find me at Market on the Square or some, you know, there's just lots of places that you can really enjoy and not have to go anywhere and do anything. If you were going to pick your favorite thing, place, something Cookville, what would it be? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid picking one specific one because I don't have one. We we enjoy going to a farmers market on Saturday. We enjoy going and eating local on a on a Thursday. We and we enjoy getting ice cream on a Friday. And so I can already see myself already funneling towards food. We we tr- <laughs> we truly uh, which would define cooking. Yeah, and, and what a what a what a uh, what a luxury we have to have all these locally owned restaurants and opportunities and places to go and, and, and my answer is easy any of those and I, I truly would not would, would struggle to pick a favorite but they're all great during your campaign and during the other forums what is a question about something it can be anything an issue or something that you would like to have gotten a question what would that be during what would you have liked to have someone have asked you so the the, the civil engineer in me has actually probably had the, the experience where they have actually asked my preferred set of questions. Hey, because mm-hmm. it's on everyone's mind. Road work, infrastructure, how, how are we going to manage that? Just like it was already 
a, a key topic of yours. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hit with those every day, and and those are the ones that that I that I feel like my education, my my experience, and my and my business experience all culminate and come together with this skill set that uniquely positions me to deal with these things, whatever they are, what, whatever variation, whatever variable comes, uh, whatever version they, they, they come across. That that infrastructure uh, set of questions is, is, is almost, uh, I mean, I'll go out on a limb and say it's common to, to everyone, and I've gotten it, and that's the one I wanted. And, and that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's part and parcel of the reason I'm running. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to go off topic just a little bit. Um, One of the things that we have talked about at length is um, the voter records or just voting in general. It's the voter turnout has not been great. We really want people to go out and vote. Um, I personally think our country's headed in the wrong direction right now. It's just been crazy. But I really believe that if more people will vote, that that affects change. So what would you say to people about voting? Because our voting record in you know, Putnam County has been really low. We really want to see more people get out and vote. I couldn't agree more. I, I really think as, as Tennessee, Cookvillians, Tennesseans, Americans, voting is, you hear all the, all the, the, the platitudes and, and, and phrases and, 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 and what, what sounds to be, almost seems to be repetitive, but it truly is this thing that people fought and died for and this, and this gift that we've been given for, for over 200 years. It, it's just, it's, 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 the right word to use, but it, it is a shame not to go use that. My dad was was in the military and, and, and fought in combat, and and it would be it would be disrespectful to not go vote the way the way we were raised. So I I, I, I I'm like you. I just want, you want to implore people, please go use that 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 gift that we've all been given. And we've got early voting going through June 30th and election day August 4th. So we want to encourage everybody to go vote. Um, if you were to give yourself your younger self any advice looking back, what would it be? Um, you know, you, 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 in business or in life or whatever, you, you, you learn more from a bad deal than you do a good deal. <laughs> and, 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 and experience is what you get when, uh, when things didn't work out the way you wanted them to. Uh, but you still come away with, with some learning experience. And, and, and in hindsight, looking back, that was the real value that I got from whether it went, something that I endeavored in went, went good or, or did not. Uh, I might tell myself 20 years ago, hey, you know, don't, don't stress out that much. It's going to be, you, you, it's going to work out. Uh, you know, if you had the ability to look ahead, you would, you would certainly want to know that then. And looking back, you, you want to do that. But I wouldn't trade any of the experience that I've had, especially here in Cookville. Uh, you know, what a, what a, what a blessing, what a neat place to grow up in, to go to, to go all the way from grade school, all the way to high school and tech. Uh, I count myself one of the lucky ones and wouldn't trade any of that experience, uh, for anything. And, Beyond that, that that's part of the reason I'm running. Let's let's keep it going. Um, it, is there anything else that, about yourself that you would like to share with people now? You know, any vote, questions we haven't asked? Any questions we haven't asked, or and why they should vote for you over the other ones? You know, uh, it, it, this 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 competition, this this race, this campaign. You know, we're we're all competing, but you you. you you're uniquely competing because you think you have something uh, good to offer Cookville, and you, and you want to convince other folks that yeah, we've got a, a, a field of candidates here, and here's here's why I think I'm I, I'm qualified, and and, and you want to just you want to engage one on one with that voter and say hey, 
I'm running a race to, to convince you that I have I have something that can help you. And and I think my skill set, my my work ethic, my my experience, my engineering, all that balled up into one uniquely positions me to to be an advocate for Cookville while I can still bring, you know, technical ability. I'm the only engineer in the field or you know, I'm the only guy that's been in, in business for this amount of time, whatever that may be, I think that's what, again, makes me unique and, and, and why, I, you know, when, when you're one-on-one with that voter, whether it be, you know, by way of this or at their doorstep, you, you, you want them to understand that you're sincere and you're serious about helping Cookville, which ultimately helps both of us. Right. Well, I'm going to ask a couple of questions. We work with a lot of young people here. And I ask all of them, uh, we have a lot of tech students, Ball State, and we said, what would you ask a city council candidate if you were going to ask them a question? So these are a little different. So the first question was, are you a gamer? (laughs) (laughs) I always tease my, my, I I have one son who his thumbs are always in gaming shape. My thumbs are not in gaming shape. (laughs) Uh, I am not. I know enough about it to be dangerous. I know when one's going on the television, but. Uh, I'm not a daily gamer. No, ma'am. <laughs> so if you were uh, picking a restaurant or you were going to go home and eat, would you choose to eat at home or would you choose to go out? Oh, um, whatever my wife wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good no, question. We, we have that. We go answer. back and forth. Good answer. And uh, just to prove I can work with a committee, <laughs> we usually come to a consensus. And, 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 and it's usually right down the middle. We uh I'll tell you this. I won't tell you where I ate last night, but <laughs> this is how compromising. Uh, this is this is how uh, 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 compromise works at our house. We uh, we ordered our food, and then we got to the restaurant, and we changed our mind. We <laughs> asked them, "Can we eat here?" And they said they were gracious enough and let us. So yeah. every day's a new day at our house. Well, last question: If you were going to order a dessert, <sighs> and you had the choice of cake, pie, or cobbler, which would it be? Uh, can I have ice cream with either of the three yeah. of them? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. If I can have ice cream, it would be cobbler. Okay. How did I know? Most guys want pie or cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> Women are the cake lovers. Yeah. Yeah. If there's ice cream, I'll, I'll take a good cobbler. Matter of fact, we, uh, Ann and I, we just we made a peach and blackberry cobbler last weekend. Yeah. Well, Chad, we want to thank you for stopping by and visiting with us and telling us more about you and sharing us your, um, I guess, your views and how, why you're running and sharing it with our audience. And for everyone that's, uh, we are Cookville now, your uh, podcast for the people, places, and things that make Cookville and the Upper Cumberland what it is today. We will also be at the Bizapalooza on Tuesday, so stop by and visit our booth. We will be uh, recording there also and talking to people from the community as well as uh, officials. So we'll see you then, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you.